Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 50, Difficulties of the Technical Variety. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 50. Uh, I am here by myself over a microphone, over the internet, talking with Brett. Brett, how are you? Uh, I thought you were going to, like, sell and be like, you know, you're here by yourself from for the foreseeable future or oh, something. No, and, I, w- I wouldn't do that you know. to you. Okay. If I anybody, you if, build it up. If anybody's quitting this show, it's me. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> considering you have all the equipment, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll drop it off at your doorstep. Um, oh, thanks, pal. You're welcome. So, uh, as you probably tell, we are apart, uh, some technical difficulties, so we are recording via Skype. Hopefully next week we will be back to normal recording, uh, but for now, for today, you'll have to deal with this, the sound of us, uh, cities apart, if you will, uh, town, miles apart, miles apart, cities apart, uh, might as well be the whole country apart, uh, at this point. So, that being said... Uh, How far is my house from yours? Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. It's like what? Like a, Every, a half hour just, drive? Uh, just on the podcast, give me your address, and I'll put it in the... No, I don't... Uh, it's... Uh, yeah, go, go, yes, please show up to my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like it, It's like a 20-minute drive, I guess. All right. Yeah, we're looking at like 14 miles, but like, you know, okay. it's like a 20, 25-minute drive because it's, uh, you know, I'm in the woods. You you really are. <laughs> I am. I'm in the woods. Uh, yeah, and, I, and, I, and, and and I'm in the concrete jungle. Right. I'm I'm in the weeds also. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. That being said, my boy. Um. <laughs> that being said, we're here to talk wrestling, AEW, NXT, just like normal. There's a ton to cover this week. Uh, AEW decided they wanted to put out 20 hours of content this week. Oh. Uh, God, was so and only one of us watched most of it. Spoiler alert, not me. So uh, Brett, Brett will be writing solo describing things that may or may not have happened because uh, – That's true. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I did not stay up to watch AEW Late Night Dynamite, uh, nor did I remember Listen, to watch it recorded. So I I tried um, that same night, Yeah, but it, start, it started like – I don't know. Was Ten minutes late, late and, I was, yeah. and I was like, "Nope, I'm going to bed." <laughs> okay, yeah. like that. So I just watched it the next day. Okay, well, you're a better man than I, but we already knew that. That's true. So uh, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of uh, news uh, right off the bat. Not uh, not AEW or NXT related necessarily, but uh, the world lost uh, Road Warrior Animal uh, yesterday, uh, right? Um. Yeah, I believe it was yesterday. Wednesday. I, I listen between like all this wrestling, me not sleeping because I'm up watching the G1. Right. I don't. No I'm losing track here. Yeah, no clue what day is what. But uh, so Road Warrior Animal passed away. Uh, a legend. I mean, you know, people say that word a lot. I use that word probably too much, but that it's deserving. The Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. Uh, I mean, arguably the best tag team ever. I mean, maybe if the the Rock and Roll Express didn't exist, but uh, your mileage may vary on that. Yeah, I mean, it really depends. Uh, 
and you're right about legend. Um, when LeBron James is tweeting about you, right? That yeah, I think I think you're solidified. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, so easily can be called the greatest tag team of all time. Uh, There's no doubt. Certainly the most fun to watch, man. <laughs> they- I think uh, I think, and I'd be you know hard pressed to find. Anybody like you, like, you know, name your five favorite tag teams. Yeah. I'll be shocked if the road warriors are not in it and you better have a damn good explanation as to right. why. Right. If, the, if you were naming your top five tag teams of all time and the road warriors aren't on it, I don't trust you as a professional wrestling fan. <laughs> it's just what it is uh, because I mean, yeah, it's even, the whole pre- I mean, you know, I, I forget who it was today. Like, uh, I think they posted on Twitter and it was, like from the old WWF like catalog, they had two full pages of Road Warriors merch. Right. Like, th- like that says it all right there. In in the era of your Hogan, Macho, Savage, Warrior, you know, uh, that right there. Yeah, the the biggest, just... the biggest of the big men, uh, physiques that are almost inhuman, uh, just. Great promos. They existed forever. Let's say theoretically. Theoretically now. I don't know, I don't know of anybody who would do this purposefully. But theoretically, you don't watch professional, professional wrestling from pre-1990. There's still over a decade of Road Warrior stuff for you to fall in love with. <laughs> but man, that 80s stuff is so right? I know. good. Oh I know. my god. <laughs> I mean, I love 90s Road Warriors. Like, but man, '80s Road Warriors right. is a different. That's a whole other, whole other beast. Right. All I ever wanted as a kid was was for my mom to buy me a pair of the shoulder pads out of the magazine. Never happened. And that's okay. Dude, that, that's upsetting. I'll get you a pair. I've I've forgiven her for a lot worse things that she's done to me. So I can welcome I, to DJ's depression. I can forgive the uh, the lack of purchasing uh, giant red spiked shoulder pads. Uh. But so that being said, uh, Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors, are both uh, gone, no longer with us, uh, and yeah. they are legends. And a while ago, a uh, listener of the show, uh, who uh, now I can't remember which, which <laughs> listener it was. Good, good one, man. Thanks. It was Howard the Dave. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, asked for some recommendations when I had bought a Road Warriors t-shirt. And I had laid out the list to him. And I don't know if he had ever even watched any of them. So uh, if he didn't, I'm glad I forgot his name. But uh, I want to right now, you and I, give our listeners uh, some Road Warriors Legion of Doom matches uh, oh, uh, to watch. But before that, I just want to say to you, is it Road Warriors or are they the Legion of Doom to you? It's interchangeable. It's okay. both. You know, okay. it's it, it's you know, even when when they were the Legion of Doom, like I feel like they still called them Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal. Right. Well, like, because just, it, the Legion of Doom was it, supposed to be bigger. It was supposed to be more, yeah. and then whatever happened happened. But yeah, it's just it, it to me, it's just completely interchangeable. Yeah. All right. I typically lean towards Road Warriors, but it, but if you say Legion of Doom, I do know who you're talking about. Obviously. Yeah. Of course. So, but they, you know, uh, I love looking at them. Like, I, we can turn this into a Road Warriors podcast. I, I love the Road Warriors with all my heart. Dude, um, when I, when I played football, like, when I would put my shoulder pads on, like, before, like, I put my jersey on and shit, yeah. I, like, 
used to like literally like look in the mirror and think that I was like one of the road warriors. Right. Like it's just, I, that's just how it was. Like I legit like yeah. used to do the, like the whole, Ooh, what a rush and yeah. tell him Hawk, you know, well, like, yeah. And like, Oh man, it was just, it, it's such a cool, Oh, uh, everything about them was it's, just so seriously. Cool. It's just so cool. It's when wrestling, everybody was bigger than life and they were even bigger than that. I love looking at them like their AWA days. I love watching the the evolution of the makeup and the outfits. Everything, you just know, like everything. The, the, the different so colors cool. they used to do in the eighties, like they used to do like purples and yellows. Like they just used to do, yeah. like, the, the stuff that was a little less involved. They would do like it all just looked killer. And they used to have like really super dangerous spikes, like you know, like crazy, like like <laughs> like yeah. Carrie King arm gauntlet level of spikes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, and then the the WWE they streamlined it into the red shoulder pads with the big spikes and all that sort of stuff. And the action figures are are always cool. Uh, they're just they're just awesome. The visual, the in ring stuff, the promos, uh, they're all great. Uh, everything from them feuding with you know Flair, all just through everything, uh, it's amazing stuff. So that being said, I have a couple matches I want to just tell everybody to check out, and then I think Brett has a few too. I do. Go so, ahead. Uh, with the recent loss of Monsoon Classic, they're a little bit harder to find, uh, but they are out there. So, my first match is going to be a Japanese match, which I you can find. This is one I'm already thinking of. Which you can find on YouTube. It's from March 9th of 1985, and it Ooh, is. Maybe it's not. I don't think it is, pal. It is the Road Warriors versus Tenru and Sharuda. Mm, okay. Okay. So, 85, super early in their careers. Uh, Tenru and Sharuda. Tenru wrestled for a million and a half years. Um, this is a best two out of three falls match for the NWA International Tag Team Championship. And the most notable thing about this match, I mean, it's great. The, all Those names are all legends. Um, Absolutely. No Sh- doubt. Sharuda no-sells for the Road Warriors in this match. <laughs> Ugh. He turns their no selling on them, and it's just a sight to see. Uh, Jumbo Sharuda was untouchable, <laughs> uh, just yeah. an untouchable legend uh, in Japan. So that's that's my match number one. My second match, also easily found on YouTube, is another All Japan match, and it is the Road Warriors versus Terry Funk and Dory Funk Jr. I I think I tagged you to that the other day. Yes, Somebody put it up. You did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the date it's is great. here. I can post it later. Um, but those guys are crazy. There's a big old brawl in it. Uh, Terry's got his mustache. Uh, looking, looking handsome as ever. Looking handsome as hell. Other than that, I got uh, two more. Maybe three. Uh, depending on what you want. But I will give you uh, Starcade 89 versus the Steiners, which you can find on the network. Uh, because it's the Steiners. Absolutely. And I will give you uh, the scaffold match against the Midnight Express. Okay. Where Ella Ring throws Jim Cornette off the scaffolding. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And it's alert. just the best. Spoiler alert. Uh, I yeah. do have a fourth one, but we'll see if it's on your list. Uh, well, hopefully. I mean, you might have a fifth one because you named four already. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, all right. I'll have a fifth all one. All right. But go ahead. All right. All right, so I'm also starting in Japan because Uh-oh. that's where my heart lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a six-man tag. Okay. It was 
the Steiners and Scott Norton. This is from April '96. Yeah. The Steiners and Scott Norton. Yeah. The, versus, the, the original team dump truck. Yeah. Versus Animal Hawk and the Power Warrior. Of course. Uh, is one of my. If you watch it just for the entrance alone of Power Warrior with the Road Warriors, it's yeah. the like the coolest visual ever. Right. <laughs> You know, it's not called the Road Warrior Pop for nothing. Uh, those guys yeah. are insanely over wherever they went, and uh, I love Kensuke Sasaki Power Warrior being teamed up oh, with these absolutely. guys. <laughs> Most of the time, when you see the Hellraisers, it's it's Hawk and Power Warrior. Uh, sure. But you get all three of them in that match, and it's just so much fun. And really, they're just it, the, like you said, the visuals—it's just something special. Another one I'm going to give you is from March of 91. This is also from Japan. Okay. From uh, Super World Sports, SWS. Ooh. It's on YouTube. The first match is on YouTube as well. Uh, This is the Road Warriors versus Tenru and Hulk Hogan. Ooh. Wow. Again, it's like like another, like, think of the landscape at that time and seeing, like, that, like, in the Tokyo Dome, like... Yeah. Oh, it's just so cool, and they just beat the hell out of each other. Um, right. Another one I'm gonna give. This is one that they're. It's a it's a very multi man match. This is from WWF In Your House Canadian Stampede. Oh, I know the match. This, this is the Heart Foundation mm-hmm. against Goldust, Shamrock, Stone Cold, and the Road Warriors. Right. Um. My God, I've never heard a crowd more electric in my <laughs> life. It, okay. It's just like. The whole building is shaking. The cameras are shaking. It, it's just like, oh, uh, it's such a sight to see. Right. Um, and I'll give you one more, just so we're even at four here. Okay. If you want to do it in fifth one, we can. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go Great American Bash 89. Mm-hmm. We're going War Games. Ooh. Yeah. I we're mean, going. Yeah. yeah we're, we're going War Games. Yeah. There's very <laughs> few things as classic as that. Uh, it's sure. just, it, it's just, again, it's another like spectacle. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like I always loved like the matches that were in that were like very like visually appeasing, I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love them beating the shit out of like the Mulkey brothers. Right. I could watch it for days on it. Really? My, <laughs> my, like my sixth through 10th recommendation is just search road warriors beating up jobbers and just watch them beat the shit out of nobodies on like old WCW TV. And it's infinitely entertaining. Yeah. I'll give two honorable mentions. Um, SummerSlam 91 against the nasty boys. There's my fifth just for, for the pop alone. Yeah. It's, it's an, it, you, you don't agree with this, but it's the nasty boys best match. I don't agree, but it's their second best match to me. Uh, maybe third, okay. actually. But well, 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 we'll talk about the Nasty Boys another day. That's <laughs> just not not. When the Nasty Boys when, when the Nasty yeah. Boys die, we'll talk about the best Nasty we'll, we'll Boys talk matches. About the, oh man, it's that's be, so um, sad. It's gonna be a much shorter list. <laughs> <laughs> it sure will. Um, I mean, I can't say that I love the Nasties. I love the Nasties um, too, but they're you know. They're, and then my honorable mention, I'll say, I. Uh, just because it's like the coolest mm-hmm. is SummerSlam '92, uh, opening up the show against Money Inc. Right. Um, I know like Hawk is completely fucked beyond his mind high during the match. Is when they're riding the motorcycles to the ring. 
Dude, the motorcycles to the ring, the gold shoulder pads. Right. Like, it's just the coolest-looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just... Oh man, I absolutely I could I watch I could watch that entrance over right. and over and over again. Listen, the match is not the right thing about again. Then you could watch Hawk Hawk completely stumble just, through everything, yeah. Yeah, he's he's you know, he might as well be in like Kuwait or something. Yeah. He's just gone. Yeah. Um and it was but just the entrance alone, oh my god. Like find me something cooler. I I, I you know, it just Right. Oh, it's so cool. Remember um, but, all those months ago when Arn Anderson got fired for letting a wrestler wrestle intoxicated? Yeah. Oh, how sure times did. have changed. And they've changed for the worse. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Animal. Uh, well, again, we could talk about the Road right. Warriors for I, hours. I, I feel I, like forever. It's just... I mean, uh, they're they're a comfort sort of wrestling at some point. Um, yeah. They're just it's always fun to see them. They sort of they make uh, almost everything they're in better. Uh, to a point, um, but dude, yeah. the promos, like, dude, even like them versus versus natural disasters at Rumble uh, ninety two, right? Uh, you know the promo for, uh, you know, oh, your power and glory, we're gonna make you sour and gory, like it's just, <laughs> it's so cool, yeah. Like, the one where like, uh, what... <laughs> Hawk threatens to sexually assault Ric Flair. Well, there is that one, um, <laughs> like the one where uh, you know. Again, I think it was Rumble 92 against Natural Disasters where, uh, you know, the, like the best line ever, like, you like throwing your weight around, but we also like throwing your weight around. Like, <laughs> it's just, oh, right. the, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we, we can talk Road Warriors for We can talk hours. forever. Um, all right. So, RP Animal, um, I'm going to talk about something else real quick. Okay. Um, apparently, uh, you know. Allegedly. People. People in NXT and AEW forgot that a pandemic is happening. You don't say. And uh, apparently it's running rampant throughout hmm. the locker rooms and the shows. Uh, we'll talk about it with AEW later. Lance Archer had to pull off because he tested positive. And thank God for that. Can I just say that now? Well, well, blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the Buffalo guys that have been doing dark, they got it. Yep. Um, NXT, apparently, this is what I read before we started recording. They said that an NXT star threw a party and a bunch of trainees attended, and it just was like, here's a wild storm. Like, here we go. Yeah. And a bunch of people got it. So, Great. what the hell are we doing, people? Uh, people just aren't uh, not being responsible, not thinking about the bigger picture. You know, yeah, it's not, just not so thinking about how it affects you know. not only the people like in your immediate vicinity, but also then every single other person that's been in that person's vicinity or life in some way. Uh, yeah. So they, uh, I mean, they're gonna have to. I, I, I can't see them running, right? I mean, are they? Are the? Is there talks of shutdown? Is there talks of I, delaying? I have or, no idea. Because yep, no idea yet. You know, I mean, you're. Everybody's there, so like, you're gonna tell me that they're all masked up in the locker room? I don't think that's true. And so, you know, anybody who's wrestling anybody with it then has to check who have they wrestled in the last week, who have they been around, who have they shared a shower with, you know, in the locker rooms, all that sort of shit. What are they? I don't know. I don't see. I don't know how it works. 
is going to yeah, work because it's, it's an both, actual shit show. Yeah, it's both uncaring billionaires running these companies, but uh, I'm sorry, that's unfair of me to say Tony Khan uh, or Shad Khan is uncaring. They have yet to publicly ruin their reputations as much as Vince McMahon has. Um, but true. But yeah, it's it's not good and it's not going to get any better. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, you know, I'm sure. You know, they'll wiggle their way out of this one of somehow because cause yeah. it's wrestling and this is what wrestling does. But they, listen, still doesn't make it any better. They'll wiggle, wiggle their way out of this faster uh, than Dana White wiggling his way out of uh, a UFC fighter making some really racist comments on TV. Oh, I didn't even want to think about that idiot, but but we did. So there it is. There it is. Um, all right. Since we have a bunch of wrestling to A talk bunch about, of wrestling. Let's get into it. Okay. So we're going to start with AEW Dark. You got the first half there, partner. I do. So the first match, we have the team of Dark Order, Uno and Grayson, going up against Fuego Del Sol and Rembrandt Lewis. Oh, the old fire of the sun. Um, I didn't know who Rembrandt Lewis was, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, this thing goes like four minutes, Dark Order wins. Great. Yeah, shocker. Next match, Christopher Daniels versus Ricky Starks. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, it goes about seven minutes. Starks wins. Um, it wasn't bad, you know. It was all right. Yeah. Taz on commentary was kind of funny. I yeah. will say that. Taz's uh, commentary has been kind of fun on Dark. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily know that CD can have a, a really terrible match. So, Starks I'm still not sold on, but... Well, he went for that, like, moonsault press and almost broke his neck again. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, so there's that. Uh, next match, we have uh, The Butcher and The Blade, oh. who are guests on AEW's uh, podcast. Yes. And I listened to it today, and yes, highly recommended. I got it through about uh, half of it, but yeah. Um, did you listen to the older episodes with, like, Kingston and stuff? Well, yeah, I've listened to the one with Kingston. Okay. I've listened to the one with Best Friends in OC. Okay. And I've listened to this one. So that's it's like three in a row I've listened yeah, to. Like, it's, it's like an hour. It's like it's like an hour. It's actually kind of an easy listen. Yeah, um, it really is. Yeah, go go check that out. That was definitely on uh, Sposo's recommendation for sure. Yeah. Uh, going up against Calvin Stewart and Puff. Oh, Puff! I meant to go watch this match because of Puff. Um, that's right. Puff was in it. Yeah. Um, good for Puff. It, Goes about four minutes. Butcher and Blade win, hitting yeah. the full death on Stewart. Um, you know, it, they just got beat up for a while. Puff got a little shine. Um, <laughs> Taz made the comment of, "Yeah, Puff was told to haul ass, and he had to make two trips." It's <laughs> <laughs> mean, and it made me giggle a lot. Um, <laughs> next match we have. Um, Serpentico mm-hmm. going up against uh, Will Hobbs, Oakland's most violent. Okay. Goes about four and a half. Uh, Will Hobbs wins with the best spine buster I've ever seen to date. Really? I'm not even kidding. Okay. It, I think it might be better than Double A's. Wow. Whoa. Dude. Whoa it, I should have I should have said, hey, you should go watch this. Yeah. He murders him with it. Nice. It looked like he was going to drive him through the mat. Good. Uh, Will Hobbs, yeah, I'm way up on Will Hobbs, that's for sure. Yeah. 
Next match, we have the Lucha Brothers with uh, Eddie Kingston, of course, going up against Max Stardom and Dante Smiley. Yeah, those aren't real names. This is the part where you're just fucking with me. <laughs> this is the part where we're off the rails. Yeah. Lucha Brothers win in five minutes. You don't say. Uh, you know, yeah, great. Um, you know, there's there's all that. Uh, Kingston, after the match was hilarious, he just kept grabbing uh, Penta screaming, this is my best friend. <laughs> um, love Eddie Kingston. Right. Next match, and uh, I think this was my last match I watched. It was. Yes. Was, um, oh, God, where the hell am I? There I am. Dark Order, which mm-hmm. is the team of 5 and 10. Okay. Alan extra, Angels extra and Vanilla, okay. Vanilla Preston Vance. Look at you. I didn't even have to say extra points for, or extra points for extra credit, whatever. Yeah. Going up against uh, the first time I've ever seen him, Ryzen. Oh, you finally rolled the Ryzen card, uh, Dice Aaron. You and, got him. Uh, and something called Xander Gold. Okay. That doesn't sound like a yeah. name either. I didn't think it was. Uh, but, yeah, it goes, uh, like, five minutes and, yeah. uh, you know, Dark Order wins. Yeah, uh, I I just That's in it. my in my brain uh, turned Xander Gold into Zandig Gold, uh, and it's, everything Zandig does is gold. Though. Yes, it's just infinitely better. You mean you mean Mister Mister Five Forty John Zandig? Yes, yes, the Japanese fuck saw John Zandig. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> Oh man! All right. So <laughs> AW Dark, uh, that's a joke just for Brett and I, and maybe Doug if he remembers. Um, of course, how I'm could, sure he how does. Could he not remember. Uh, I started with uh, Kevin Blackwood and Daniel Garcia, the aforementioned Buffalo guys, versus Kiss and Janela. Uh, Starks on commentary for this. Uh, I don't know if he was prior. Yeah, he was on commentary right after his match. Okay. Um, he, he said he likes hot coffee after his matches okay. for some words. Uh, Kiss and Janela win. Uh, fine match. You know, Blackwood and Garcia do some good stuff. Uh, the most important thing about this match, though, is that uh, Starks on commentary uh, was was talking about Janela's hair, and Stark said he tried to grow his hair out, but he looked too much like a Tasmaniac. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and it made me <laughs> chuckle. Because he is, in fact, uh, the second member of Taz's Maniacs. So it works. He sure is. Second match, uh, we had the Gun Club. Uh, for those who don't know, that's Austin. Oh, that's a God. Billy and Austin gun. Uh, versus Mbadu and Cruz. Uh, shockingly, Gun Club wins. Uh, Cruz, this dude, I, I, I don't know. Uh, great, great look on that guy. Uh, match number three, uh, Kylan King versus Serena Deeb. Uh, this match, I was like, this could go good, you know, like these, this is the kind of stuff I want to see on these shows. Um, and it was, it was, it was fine. Uh, Serena Deeb wins. Um, so I imagine they're going to use her a a lot more coming up. Although I still do really like Kylan King, uh, but nothing to write home about it. It was, it was fine. Um, odd second half of dark, uh, especially hearing that you get, you had, two different Dark Order uh, animations yeah. and Will Hobbs. But my next match, match number four, Lee Johnson versus Ben Carter. 
Uh, and my man, I'm telling you, you you should go watch this match. Uh, I'll watch some of them from your half. You need to watch this one. Uh, people are going to be talking about Ben Carter, uh, from what I hear, for all the wrong reasons now. But um, he uh, he's super impressive. They really take the the leash off both of them in this. Lee Johnson's doing some crazy stuff. Super fast-paced, indie-style uh, match. Lots of flippy-doos, lots of fun stuff. Really, really worth it. Uh, shows why uh, that I, I've been right, we've been right in saying that they need to do more with Lee Johnson. And is Ben Carter kid really, really coming on. Uh, and the main event of Dark. Well, Ben Carter wins, by the way. Poor Lee Johnson. Still can't get a win, though. Yeah, still has that O. Yeah. Uh... Main event of Dark, Eddie Kingston versus one half of the new Hollywood Blondes, Flying Brian Pullman Jr. Knock it off. Uh, They call him Flying Brian Jr. on the commentary. They're wrong. Um, This match uh, is better than Dark. (laughs) Okay. Sadly, I knew exactly what you meant by that. Yeah. Yeah. it, King is just great, and you know Pillman didn't didn't look bad. He was doing some stuff. Uh, mostly the thing he was doing was getting the shit kicked out of him. But uh, you know he he looked as good as Pillman Jr. has ever looked, which isn't great necessarily, but he's looked fine. Um, but Kingston just beat the shit out of him. Uh, Kingston gave him a clothesline to the back of the head that I thought legit killed Pillman. Um, <laughs> yeah, R- uh, rattle his brain some more. That's what he needs. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he doesn't become a loose cannon after this. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, Kingston's awesome. I'm glad we're seeing much, much more of him, uh, every week as, as we so rightfully deserve. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch those last two matches. Yeah, watch those last two, for sure. Yeah. Whenever there's a King match, I, I always try to catch it. So. All right. So, man, that's all the dark. You, now it's all your turn. Cause I, I did not watch this. Yeah. I'm uh I'm gonna jump on this late night dynamite. Yeah. So this was too well technically early Wednesday morning because it didn't start to like I think twenty to one, yeah. which is just fucking insane. Yeah, um, I was said I was gonna stay. I said I was gonna stay up and watch it. I didn't. I went to sleep. To I hey listen the G1 calls. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had. Uh, J.R. Excalibur and Shivani on commentary. Jericho comes out, you know, he joins commentary, which, hey, good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, first match we have is uh, the aforementioned Ben Carter. Yeah. Going up against Scorpio Sky. Interesting. Uh, it goes about 15 minutes. Uh, Scorpio Sky wins. Okay. Um, this was awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you're at AEW, you sign Ben Carter now. Right. I mean, the guy has looked really good. So, Like, listen, I know that they're kind of catching some flack for, you know, oh, they're signing too many people, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. I, I do. I get that. But, listen, the kid's like 22 or 23 years old. Yeah. He he can go. Um, This is one of those where you do sign him. And, you know, I don't know if you make him like a developmental project. I don't think you have to because he, right. he just goes balls to the wall. Um, he kind of is like in that place of like pack right now, I yes. feel. Um, 
But I, yeah, if you're AW, you sign this kid now. Listen, you know that you keep talking about this second show they're going to put on cable. You know, on Saturdays, you need a big roster to run two shows. You need a bigger roster to run all the content they're running now if you want it to be competitive and not just squashes. So, like, sign these people. Get them – put them to work. You know, if you want to keep storylines interesting, keep people fresh, you got to cycle out this talent that people are used to. You know, maybe we, we stop seeing uh, the Jake Hagers of the world every week and start seeing some of these new people. And Carter's been wrestling really good, so – He's uh yeah he's an option for you there for sure, uh and especially when like you said he's in that sort of pack territory. Well, you don't have pack right now, so let's yeah. Uh, and who knows when you're gonna get him back? Yeah, who knows? I mean, uh, you you don't know so much that you've moved on from him and uh, the Lucha Brothers being a thing just because it you know I'm sure they'll get back to it eventually, but like they're not doing it now because who knows when he'll be back. Uh, so yeah. bring somebody else with that sort of talent that, that the way Ben Carter has been wrestling and I've seen him a few times. Um, he's the kind of wrestler that puts eyes on your product. Absolutely. Cause he's just I mean, we'll get, you know, on the watch. Like you said, there's a match from dark that you have to see with him in it. Right. This was like, like when, when he came out, I'm like, huh? Like I've never seen him before. I, yeah. I just haven't got him on dark. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like Scorpio Sky's going to beat him in like seven minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And when it goes 15 and it's super competitive and it was awesome. Right. I, I thought it was a great match. Yeah. It, it definitely go seek this out. I'm sure they probably put it on YouTube by now, but yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, you know, right. recommend and, it. And for me, the same goes for Lee Johnson. I think that dude is, has all the potential in the world, a little less polished, still very young in the begin the game, but like the kids having good matches and he's been, really helping out the company. I, I think these kind of guys need that spot. Um, you yeah. Know, you can give uh, – stop showing me uh, – this is a bit of a spoiler, but stop giving me terrible, rambling Matt Hardy promos and start giving me matches oh. I want to watch. How hard is it? Not only, and I, 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 we'll talk about it in a second. I'm not going to get to it right now. But, yeah, go ahead. Continue with your late-night dynamite. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, more, more on that later. Um, the next match that I had the absolute pleasure of watching – was Anna J versus Brandy Rhodes? Oh, good. Um, Anna J wins in like six minutes. Um, I this is probably the best Brandy match she's had yet. Okay, I, I mean, will say that. Listen, that's something. Uh, you know, that's and like, like honestly, she what? Like, I like there was no point in the match where I was kind of like, oh, that was terrible. Yeah, you know, like it's just. You know, she's still awkward or whatever, but right. it, it was, I will say it was the best match she's had to date. I know, like, some people were kind of praising it online, but, you know, yeah, I wouldn't go as far as praising it. But, it, yeah. again, best match that she's had so far, in Listen, my opinion. Uh, all you can ask is for is for anyone to just get better. She has a very long road to go, but if, if there's, uh, you know – glimmers of hope of of improvement in her ability hopefully it's not just her opponent you know i don't know much of anna jay to know if she's good enough to carry and make brandy look better but you know if brandy's getting better maybe she's dedicating some time to actually trying to work on it do i believe the words i just said no but i'll give her the benefit of the <laughs> Listen, doubt if if anna jay at like 22 years old and like only wrestling for like two years or whatever yeah carried brandy to like like this good of a match She's the next Kathy Kobashi. Okay. I'll say it right there. Wow. Um, yeah, right. if she made Brady look that good this young, she's Kobashi. Okay. Um, 
main event time. There was a there was like a bunch of like little yeah. recaps. Oh, uh, coincidentally, which, uh, Jr. Know. also known for uh, on commentary asking whether or not he can see Kento Kobashi's privates. So that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, main event time. Sean Spears with uh, Mr. Wait, wait I'm uh, sorry. You said main event followed by Sean Spears? Yeah, I sure did, bud. This, it, did they finally pull off the ever-famous reverse-booked wrestling show? It happened. Where, where the main event goes on first <laughs> and the, the opener is on last? You know what? Now that you said it, oh, my God, they did. Okay. <laughs> they actually did. All right. Uh he was seconded by one Mr. Titty Blanchard. Oh, uh, Titty Blanchard. Wasn't he, uh, Titty <laughs> Blanchard? <laughs> Going up against the, uh, singles debuting Matthew Seidel. Oh, old Slip McGee. You know, they, they tried to say, oh, there's history here. Seidel eliminated Spears from the Casino Battle Royal. So yeah. now they have Heat, brother. Okay. Um, it goes like 12 and a half minutes and nothing says, you know, hey, this guy's going to be a player. Like, have him lose to Sean Spears. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> uh, now, there was, some sh- there was some chicanery. Yeah, so do you uh, think... You know, do- Spears goes to the outside, totally slips the uh, the iron uh. fucking thing or whatever into his glove. Spears catches him, hits him with the Death Valley driver. Yeah. There's, there's your... Uh, there's your your win. <laughs> Do you think when they were booking this show, they were like, "Listen, this thing isn't going to be on until like quarter to one in the morning. Uh, it's going to run an hour. Nobody's staying up for an hour anyway, so let's just get the one match we want everybody to see on, and then we'll just fill time with people that know that who who the not ready for dark players." <laughs> you know what? It felt like like WWE Nitro where. I I really care about, you know, the beginning of the show with <laughs> right. all the cruiserweights. Yeah. And then it just progressively gets worse. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that was your uh, main event. After the match, Spears was beaten upside down. Uh, Scorpio Sky runs out and chases him off. And, uh, yeah, that's the end of Late Night Dynamite. What, so what's, what's Scorpio Sky's, like, weight in that game? I don't understand. Um, it was weird, like, him and Seidel, like, well, he was cutting a promo after we beat Ben Carter backstage, mm-hmm. and Seidel walks up, and they're, like, celebrating, like, oh, we're going out tonight for drinks, and I'm just like, now now I look back in retrospect, and I'm like, so it's you scumbags that started the COVID outbreak, uh, isn't it? Isn't it? You, it is. you two and old, old, old fathead Alex Marvez. <laughs> it, was, it was the treacherous trio that is yeah. that, that that squad. Well, if Marvez um, got it, he probably got it from the from the Young Bucks' feet from that super kick he ate two weeks ago, because the, the Young Bucks aren't <sighs> friends anymore. They're mad now. We're mad. We're mad. <laughs> We're so mad at you, AEW. We're so mad. Tony Khan. Oh, oh man. Well, we're, we're going to have to talk about them. Okay. And the, uh, uh, that's we? a little foreshadowing. Oh, they did do stuff. Yeah. Oh, crap. Uh-huh. All right. All right. So let's get into Dynamite from last night. Yes. First match, we have Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela going up against Kip Sabian and the debuting The Best Man, Miro. Yes. Uh, Miro gets an um, extended introduction from Sabian. Uh, in the beginning. Yeah, uh, Miro looks like he's been, like, doing nothing but eating, like, raw steak. Yeah, well, he he heard about uh, Road Warrior Animal passing away, and he came out with a physique, physique to memorialize him with traps up oh, to his I, ears. And 
I thought he saw uh, pictures of uh, the 91 Warlord, a.k.a. Matt Cardone, and said, oh, shit, I better well, bulk up, bro. That could be. Um, this thing goes like 10 minutes. Uh, Miro and Sabian get the win. Yes. Um, yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's, that's my reaction to this was yeesh. Yeesh, but I don't. But not because of Miro. I mean, he did get gassed out towards the end, but uh, uh, more because of uh, Janela, I think. Anyway, uh, um, there were a couple spots where, like the one on the outside where they like Miro and Sabre tried doing that weird double team move, and Sabre just got dumped on his neck. Yes. Well, yeah, <laughs> like it was just like, oh man. They, I, I don't know why they're paired up. That that just screams like, yeah, we got nothing to do with either of you guys, but we want you around somewhere. We guaranteed you something. Um, Janelle, yeah, I uh, thought like like they all had their moments in the match where I was yeah. just like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, Janela seemed to get get real winded uh, about 13 minutes in and started messing some stuff up and. Uh, missing a few things here or there. He did that weird jump over the guardrail at Miro. Miro was supposed to catch him and couldn't. Um, yeah. Yeah, not great. I'll tell you, you, you know who I don't think really, who, who well, who came off looking the best, who I don't recall any major mistake, is Sonny Kiss. Oh, of course. Sonny looks like a million bucks every time he's in that ring. I love watching, yeah. him, I love watching him wrestle. I really do. Uh, and uh, he's the, the carrier of that tag team. Uh, and again, I'll say it every week needs to be utilized better and more in this company. So it's a star that they're not using It's a star that they're just burying for whatever reason. I, I just feel like it's, you know, the team with Janelle is not ever going to go anywhere. No. Um, it's like a fun, like opening mid card mm-hmm. act or whatever. They're yeah. never going to hold the tag titles. No, they're never going to have a major feud. Um, yeah. And, you know, you hate to say it, but it's like, man, there's only so many mouths to feed. You right. know, it's it's well, it's tough. You know uh, you know their tag team name now, right? Oh, yeah, is it the Midnight Express? Uh, they they teased it. They they made some reference on commentary to them being, or in the promo to them being the Express. They put out a T-shirt and teased it. I think it was just a rib because then uh, Cornette, Condry, Eaton and Lane all went to copyright the Midnight Express name to try and keep oh, it from them. And uh, I, I'm sure Corny probably had a fucking coronary. Yeah, and I it's, wish he, I wish he would. It's all just to piss off Corny, um, which I mean, at this point, uh, I support 100. percent So, a hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. After this, uh, before Miro's music even stops, we have Eddie. Mother fucking Kingston. Yes. He runs out with the microphone. He's got something to say. He wants the goddamn hard cam. Yeah. Uh, basically says things change, which, uh, yeah, um, Archer came down with COVID. Originally, there was supposed to be the six-man tag last night. Archer comes down with COVID. He's off the show. Um, which is before the show they announced on social media, in which Kingston said, if you don't pay attention... I have a title shot against Moxley right. tonight. What a perfect when segment. I, when I originally when I originally saw it, it like tweeted out, I went, "Oh my god!" Right. <laughs> like I've been waiting. Like, like this is amazing because I love Kingston. I love Moxley. Just this is gonna be great. 
Kingston just cuts a hell of a promo. Says, you know, Mox sold out. He went to the land of sports entertainers. Kingston never mm-hmm. did. He stayed with the outlaws. He didn't sell his soul to the devil. Uh, he said, Mox, get out here. I want to see your eyes. They just go nose to nose and have the big pull apart. And, uh, you know, thankfully, and I, I said to you before the show, I said, hey, when Kingston Moxley and Brody O.C. are on, I'm switching because I, I need to watch those. Right. And, uh, you know, I want to turn it on and watch this. And, you know, you text me and you go, that's how you sell it. It's perfect. It's, you know, it's a last minute change. It's a big match to lose. Um, you know, it's a storyline driven match that they ended up losing and man, like it's just, it's perfect. It's a perfect segment we saw it on social media. It made the rounds. It's not that nobody was surprised by it, but it's just the perfect segment because it, it talks them into the building. It puts the asses in the seats. The asses are already there, but it gets people excited. Like it's sure. little touches like that mean so much. And it just helps build that match out of nothing because this wasn't where this was going. Kingston was saying I was never eliminated. I was all that sort of stuff. But this, if this was leading to a match against, against Mox, it was way down the line. But this little promo, it was, it was 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it was, makes that change matter. And it's, it's something you don't see in wrestling that much. I always complain on this show and privately that make your shit matter or I'm not going to care. That comes down to the smallest move in the match, Ivelisse looking at you. That comes to <laughs> promos, like all of that stuff. It matters. If you want me to care, if you want me to spend my time, if you want me to believe what I'm watching is completely real this shit matters and there's nobody better at it than Kingston and they know that and I think that's why they're using him the way they are um and uh, the internet seems to know that like nothing but praise for Kingston all over about how good of a talker he is I saw people saying like even if he wasn't a great wrestler he'd be the best guy on the roster because of the promos he cuts yeah it's just nobody cuts promos like him it's real it it just it it has that feeling. I love that dude. I've loved that dude for a very very long time. And Absolutely. I'm not supposed to love him because he's a prick and he's a dastardly son of a bitch. But man, it puts a smile on my face to see him. I love watching him wrestle. I love watching him talk, hearing him talk, and they just they they did this right all around. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um. We're going to uh, break, and Kenny Omega is back on commentary for the upcoming match of uh, the Hangman, Adam Page, going up against Evil Uno. Um, You you know, they kind of said again, like, uh, Omega got offered to tag with Page tonight against Dark Order, and he turned it down. Um, Which, again, I'm just like, why shouldn't he? (laughs) You know, we're in this whole weird convoluted cycle of, like, Who's the bad guy? Are who either of them the bad guy? You right. know, like it's, I don't think either, like both of them are both justified in well, what they want. Um, and each one of these segments makes it even murkier and murkier. Yeah. Um, at least, at least wins. the Young Bucks are being pricks, so I know that they're heels. It doesn't make any sense, but at least they're f- upfront about it. Yeah. Hangman wins in like 11 and a half minutes. Um, match was good. The commercial break was super poorly timed. Right. It's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was like the match was like starting to like pick up and it went yeah. to commercial and like I say it like every week commercial wrestling just like oh it makes me Ooh. sad anymore and AEW does it poorly like they NXT and AEW both do a lot of things poorly 
They do. The one thing that AEW, like, is guaranteed to fuck up is their commercial breaks. They put them at the worst times. They put them in matches where there shouldn't be. Like, uh, don't put it. Uh, you, you have a nine and a half promos. Put your commercials there. Uh, save your main event. Let your main event not have a commercial in it. Yeah, I Kills agree me. with you 100%. Kills me. Um, JR kind of teased something up going, you know, we're going to go backstage with Shivani with, uh, the, with Matt Jackson and you're not going to believe what happened. Like it's must see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shivani knocks on the door. He comes out, says he's glad Tony's here. They've been acting out of character and out of line. They never should have hurt, uh, fat head in the one ref. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the Bucks but lost mad. a lot. We're mad. Um, we're you know, not they're, they're going to do, do better. Mm-hmm. Tony basically says, like, oh, yeah, FTR is the reason for this. They got in your heads, pretty much, you mm-hmm. know. Um, Matt gets, like, mad. Says, uh, are you trying to make me mad, Tony? Yeah. And he's like, where's your phone? And then grabs Tony's phone and smashes it against the wall. Yeah. Um, and says, oh, you just get an upgrade. And throws, like, $1,000 in the air at Tony. Mm-hmm. And goes back into his locker room, and I'm just like, what, what the fuck was that? Like, that was stupid. They're mad. We're mad. We're not friends anymore. We're going to break your phone. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I don't care about them to begin with. And this no. just and that's me, like, like, not care even more. Is it, Maybe this works for other people. I don't know. Uh, if and it if worked, it does, more power to great. you. I, if you. If you enjoy it. Hey, fine. Right. If if you love this, if you think it's great, you love the Young Bucks, you, you love this heel turn, awesome, super happy for you. Uh, email the show at WednesdayNightWarPod at gmail.com and just let us know. Because our, uh, I'll admit it up front, our view will always be skewed on the Young Bucks. Uh, I don't yeah. mind, I don't admire, mind admitting when they have a good match, but even then sure. it has to be a great match for me to even be like, yeah, so it was good. Um, but if you like them, that's awesome. You know that uh, you know. I feel I give this disclaimer a lot with these guys because I I don't see the appeal at all. But that doesn't no. mean they don't have appeal to other people. Um, I mean, they have to have appeal to other people. Obviously. They have to. But this doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're like I said, at least they're upfront about being heels. Like Hangman and Kenny, I I don't know. I guess Hangman, I kind of know, but Kenny, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Uh, but at least the Bucks are up front, like, they're heels now, but they just, they still just come off as whiny, like, they're, it, it's just weird, like, they're just breaking stuff for no reason, uh, it doesn't, I, I don't get any of it, but, at least they're, yeah, pay, like, weird, at least man. they're paying for stuff, like, you know, if they wanted to be, like, real badasses, they would just break shit and not pay for it, but at least they're paying for it, so I guess that kind of makes them good. You know, All like, I know is uh, God help them if they would have laid a finger on Tony Schiavone. Right, I would have been down at Daly's place right now. Right, absolutely. They would have been. They would have. They would have been dealing with Iron Mike Tanay if they laid a finger on Tony Schiavone. Oh, lucha libre, lucha style. <laughs> um, <laughs> next match we have for the TNT Championship, uh, the fight for Joe Sposto's heart. Yeah. Orange Cassidy versus Brody Lee. Yeah. Um, before the match. John Silver's outside stomping on Orange Cassidy's jacket. Yes. So Orange Cassidy politely drops his shirt onto Silver's head. And then Anna Jade hops up the bitch at Orange and, uh, you know, Orange puts his sunglasses on her. Right. Um, I will say, <laughs> I saw a clip, I guess it was from Being the Elite this week, of um, the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. And 
like Brody screaming at John Silver and then Sue shows up and like throws papers at John Silver and she like misses and she goes, Oh dear and like goes to pick him up again and they all just start laughing and like it's just it was legit hilarious. Okay. Um but I again I don't watch any of that show, you know, because I just don't. But that part was hilarious. I will give him that. Okay. Um the match itself, so this thing goes uh like eleven and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Brody Lee gets the dub, discus clothesline style, you know. Um, me, I loved it. Okay. You? Uh, so, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not going to say it wasn't good. I liked this match. Um... But I felt it started a little too slow, um, and maybe because my expectations have, have adjusted. I've talked about this in the past. Uh, we, we had speculated on with Orange Cassidy at the end of him, Jericho, where do they go? Can he slip back into the comedy? You know, can he start doing the I don't give a shit stuff and then ramp up again? Or is that ruined because of what he had to do against Jericho? This is a big match. This is for a title. If he can turn it on against Jericho, just because he didn't want to get tossed into a vat of uh, mimosas, uh, shouldn't he do that for the title match? It's sort of like Balor's demon thing, uh, like Balor, Finn Balor, when he would come out as the demon. Sure. Uh, I, my biggest complaint was like, well, if, if you need the demon to win, why not be the demon every time? Doesn't make sense if you're if you have a big match and you don't come out as the demon. I know you're going to lose because you're not going to you're not you don't care as much. You're not willing to go that extra mile. Um, this one, uh, I think came on when it came on, when it sped up was really good. Uh, these guys are great together. Um, we may or may not have seen them wrestle each other in the past. Um, Hmm. hmm. but, uh, for me, I, I was a little turned off by the, by how slow it started. Uh, it's there, you know, and they did, they tried to get Cassidy back doing the, doing the kicks and the hands in the pockets and all. And I love seeing that stuff. I guess it was probably just a bit of a shock to to my system seeing in this high profile match for a title. And he's doing that sort of stuff. Uh, just shook me a little bit. I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure how to, how to interpret it. And I wasn't, I'm not so sure it landed great with me, but once the first, quarter of the match passed and they really came on uh there's a few people better than these two honestly so it does, i'm not oh. saying it's a bad match at all uh you know it's uh, even especially on this card it's up there for for best match on this card um i just you know i, I have to readjust i have to adjust to seeing what they're going to do with casting where they're going to sort of push him and see where he goes as a character See, I was fine with it because, like, he has no personal vendetta against Brody Lee, you know? Right. So, like, Jericho, he was motivated. Now, he doesn't have to be motivated. But, but it was for the title. You know? The title should motivate you. Eh. But Orange Cassidy doesn't care. Then what are you doing it for? Because what does he do anything for? What's doesn't he, care. What's he doing it for? Uh... <laughs> No, I get it. I get it. It was just, it was more of like just the time and what I was expecting to see, uh, and not. And again, and I love that stuff with Orange Cassidy. I'm glad it's there. The next time I see him, and I'll probably have a better reaction to it. Just being as high profile as it was, I was like, okay, all right, we're, you know, he, he has to build when if he's going to do these matches where he gets super intense and builds and 
does a shit ton of wrestling and bumping and all that, it's going to be storyline driven, not just every time, which is great, which is what I would actually rather see. I just wasn't sure what they were going to portray be, it being a title match. He's not entering a program against Brody. He's not, you know, not doing any of that sort of stuff. I don't think. Um, so I don't think he is either because uh, let's talk about what happens after the match. Okay. <laughs> so after the match, the lights uh, go out. Yeah, and Matt Hardy people came going, out oh. and he cuts a promo with the private party. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm. Um, people are going, "What's going on?" There's mm-hmm. like, like an orchestra playing. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Oh hey, it's Cody Rhodes. I mean, they played his music almost immediately. I don't. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. surprised at all. I was like, it's Cody. Yeah, back I, I mean. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, okay, it's Cody. Yeah, Cody's um, here, everyone. He's be- he's got the jet black hair. Yeah. He's wearing a black suit because he's all dark now, I guess. He, he looked good. Um, I like this look. Uh, you know, if you're going to be Cody Rhodes and you're going to be uh, the shithead that I know you are in real life, you might as well look like a shithead when you're on my TV. He should go back to when Cody Rhodes, when he was rocking the mustache. He should. Louise. That was a good mustache. Must- that was a hell of a mustache. Um, he basically runs through the whole Dark Order, you know, because uh, he's pissed. Yeah. So, yeah, he's back. Because he's pissed uh, that he needs those three stars, goddammit. He sure does. We come back to, uh, you know, Dasha wanted to interview somebody, and Anna Jay rips the mic and gives the Brody. Brody said, you know, what kind of man lets his wife post Instagram pictures while calling me daddy? And right. What kind of man stays in his little bubble? You're no man. You're a coward. Uh, and then he randomly has a dog collar. <laughs> I don't know where he got it from, but he had one. Just carries it with uh, him. So he's going to wrap it around Cody's neck and nowhere to run or hide. So dog collar match between these two? All right. I'm let's in. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Somebody online said that, like, Cody Cody wishes he was in, like, 1985. And uh, I, I'm completely fine with it. Uh, that's, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's do that because uh, 2020 has uh, is not Cody's. It's not anybody's year. That's unfair. Uh, 2020 is it, the wrestling world is. Uh, Cody can't keep up with it. Uh, you know, I, again, I won't say he's a bad worker, uh, but he is a a worker of a certain level. That level is consistent, and I've rarely, if ever, seen him elevate past it. Uh, sure. So let's start doing this old nostalgia shit. Let's see if he can do a good dog collar match. It's not an easy match to do. No, it's definitely there's one not. That, there's that's one sure. that's great. There's like one. What's so, your one? The Piper Valentine. I feel like we've had this discussion before. Yes. And I think we named another one. Did we? I I, I, don't, I can't remember, but whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. So after I, this, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Also, after the dog collar ahead. match, if they're going to continue the feud, we did talk about this because. It's got to be. It's got to go on to a blindfold match. Oh, there you go. It absolutely does. Those are the rules. Um, <laughs> the rules of wrestling, my yes. friend. After these, this match, um, Matt Hardy comes out mm-hmm. with the private party. Great. Um, and talks about you know he's going to open his investigation into who attacked him and who's a prime suspect. And he stumbles through his fucking words and please oh. enough of you get off my TV. Because uh, it says Jericho's an asshole. Yeah. Um, you know, all that. Jericho and the private party come out. Uh, Jericho just says, oh, like, yeah, happy birthday, Matt. Who gives a shit? Right. Um, so I was like, yes, very good. 
Uh, Jericho said that uh, there's only four of them here because of what Matt did to Sammy. LOL, just kidding, here's Sammy. So, yeah, Sammy's back. Yeah, uh, not not good Jer- on anybody's part. <laughs> I just, I, I did, I did like the line of Jericho just be going, happy birthday, who gives a shit? Yeah. I was like, you're, you're 100% right. Um, Jericho, you know, says Matt knows better that he wouldn't attack him from behind. Um, you know, he would do it to his face and all that bullshit. Matt says he's not cleared, but hey, he doesn't have a concussion, right, Tony Khan? Mm-hmm. Um, says he'll fight all of them. And then Private Party gets on the mic, and it just got really awkward from there. And it, it um, manages to get worse. Yeah, like, Cassidy grabs the mic, or Quinn grabs the mic, and then Cassidy grabs it and tells him to be quiet, and says, uh, you know, like, I, I don't know, I'm a 23-year-old kid from Brooklyn, and next week, like, I'm challenging you, and I'm going to make you my weight champion, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't very good. <laughs> No, it, it the whole thing. None, none of it was great. Um, Hardy, Hardy has the brain scramblies. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, and you know that that concussion that he totally didn't have. Yeah, you know, definitely uh, helps. Uh, yeah, and like he just he at one point he had to like it, the more things change, the more they change. No, wait. The more things change, the more they no wait. <laughs> it's just, it was bad. And then like private party, I get it. They're young guys. I know they see a lot in them. I, they've had really shining things, uh, your moments and matches and stuff. Uh, but these guys are the guys that should be on dark, main eventing, sub main eventing, having tag matches, cutting promos there. They're not ready for the for the main show. Their promos are not good. Their matches are subpar. Um, I think there's potential. I think the ceiling is incredibly high for these guys, but they need to they need to do everything they can to develop them because this shit ain't gonna get them over. And a one week feud against Jericho ain't gonna do it either. Yeah, like I, I don't know if anybody you know has it on the docket of musty matches of Chris Jericho versus Isaiah Cassidy. Like I just you know. No one's clamoring for that, that's for sure. Right. Um, but yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, all right, another promo. FTR's in the ring with their boy Titty Blanchard. Uh, Titty got a little rambling here. He <laughs> did? That's right, he Titty Blanchard. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely got a little rambling. But, uh, you know, they're changing the rules. No more 60 minute time limits for them. There's 20 minutes on television. And they're going to yeah. call it the 20 minute brush of greatness. Yeah. Hey, listen, no complaints. And they get to pick the opponents. Yeah. Uh, sure. Fine. Whatever. Uh, but no complaints. You want to cut your match? You know, do five minute time limits. Uh, get them, get, get them in, get them off my TV. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Basically, like they say, you know, you get your 20 minutes and if, uh, you don't win, then FTR automatically gets the win. Yeah, like, so, so there's going to be a bunch of draws in this thing. Yeah, well, no, there's not going to be any draws. Well, it's you know potential. You know, draws. if if it goes 20 minutes, then FTR wins. Yeah. So, great. Uh, Dax he brings up uh, the best friends, and he calls them backyard comedic wrestlers, which immediately made me fucking cringe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent and Chuck come out and says, you know, they want to fight. Um, you have your little red panties on, which made me really giggle. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Then FTR plays it off like they're going to have the match and then does the old, you know what, wait a minute. 
Mm-hmm. You're not. You guys aren't ready. Maybe in a few weeks, but you guys need to rest. Yeah. Uh, and then Chuck calls them a bunch of weenies. That's right. And then they hug. And then they hug it out in the middle of the show. So. Yeah. Uh, why wear your wrestling gear if you're not waiting to re- ready to wrestle? That's all I'm gonna say. I agree. I, I agree. You want to be this cool, cool <laughs> tag team? Don't wear your gear unless you're ready to fight. Them's is the them's is the rules. It's the rules. Uh, next match we have. Uh, the ultra team of Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. It's a good team. Going up, going up against, uh, the winners of, uh, what the fuck was that tag team tournament? The, what was it called? The Brandy Rhodes Invitational. Uh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Whatever it was called, I don't remember, you know, because they made such a big deal out of it and then did nothing. Yeah. Um, Evil Ease and Diamante. Yes. The, so this the thing. The Lottery. I think that's what it was called. <laughs> there you go. This thing goes like eight and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheeta and Rosa get the win. Yeah. This was one of those where I was like, you know what? I'm not mad that like the thrown together team beat the established tag team because no. this makes more sense. What doesn't make sense is uh, Evil Evil in a wrestling match because boy did she get confused at one point during this. Yep. I don't know if you picked it out or not. Uh, no, maybe I didn't. So she tags in. Mm-hmm. Kind of doesn't know what to do to get in the ring. She gets in the ring. They hit a double team move. Yeah. On um, I forget who it was, and then she just goes right back out of the ring. Oh. And well, Diamante covers it. Rick Knox is like, uh, get in the ring. Like, yeah. and even Excalibur calls it out on commentary. And goes, oh, a little bit of a mental lapse there. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I I was watching yeah. to see if she was gonna do moves and stuff. Uh, you know, actually sell and whatnot, and or if there was gonna be any shoot. Uh, like there was last week, supposedly. Um, but yeah, I, I again, I'll say it again. I'll say it every week. I don't know what Ivelisse brings to your company. Uh, I don't know what good she brings on TV. I don't know what talent she brings to TV. Uh, and I don't know what she can possibly bring to the locker room. Um, so other than an association with a pedophile. So yeah, uh, I hope yeah. they. I hope they disappear. Uh, she's been the last few weeks nothing but horrible so we'll see what yeah happens. i hope she disappears like diamante can hang around yeah you know obviously you don't want it to be like uh you know hurt by association but right. yeah evil is please leave yeah um, you don't want to you don't want to judge anybody by who they know oh god damn it um backstage dosh was talking to isaiah cast or not isaiah cast talking to jericho about isaiah cast yes Jericho says, like, you know, he has respect for him, and uh, he'll be a big star, but not next week, and, you know, mm-hmm. says the only shots you're going to feel are the, my rights and lefts, which is yeah. weird. Uh, it comes up well, but he's going to feel them because he couldn't possibly uh, see them because they're so fast. That's very true. MJF comes in, uh, they do, like, a little, like, talk each other up, and then all of a sudden at the same time, then why did you call me a loser, mm-hmm. which harkens back to... Uh, their promo from a couple weeks ago, the split screen weird thing. Yeah. Uh, they may both make excuses about who they were calling losers. Uh, you know, Jericho says he was calling Shivani a loser, which made me giggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mock Tony, they laugh off and they say, you know what? You're all right. So, Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Wonder if, uh, we'll get a little something, something there. And now my friend mm-hmm. main event time. Yeah. The AEW World Heavyweight Championship, the challenger, the Mad King, Eddie Kingston, 
going up against the AEW champion, John Moxley. Right. So this match, I don't know what time it went because I don't have it here. Sure. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, Moxley retains. Um, I kind of figured this was going to happen. Yeah, I mean. I was holding out hope. I'm always one for, like, doing super unexpected shit. Um, And, you know, Archer wasn't going to beat Mox anyway. Um, no. but just to like, just to fuck with people to have Kingston win that title. Like you want next week, people to everyone to tune into your show. You want people to talk about it. Like you have Kingston win that fucking belt. Uh, oh, and if it were me, I absolutely would have had, you know, it. that uh, happened. And it's not that I don't love mocks, but like, that's a, that's a star maker. That's getting people talking. Um, yep. And then, you know, Mox can have a million and a half excuses. They can continue this on somewhere else. Mox can win it back. I know they want to keep the the title, like, meaning something, so they're not doing the, the switches back and forth, which I completely respect and understand. But, man, if you want to put people's jaws on the floor and you want eyes on that TV next week, you have Kingston just show up and beat the piss out of Moxley. Like, like here's here's the way I look at it. If they would have had Kingston win last night, mm-hmm. even, you know what, if you had some shenanigans from like the Lucha Brothers or something, I would have been fine and dandy with it, you know? Right. Um, then it, like, whenever their next pay-per-view is, which I think is kind of soon, you want to have like a multi-man match, Kingston, Moxley, Archer, mm-hmm. have Moxley pin Archer Queen, Kingston still has the gripe, you never beat me for the belt. Right. You know, like they're like the shit. It's right there. Then have a rematch between those two. Like mm-hmm. it's it's written. It just go with it. Yeah. Go, damn it. Like if it makes sense, just do it. Right. Um, but the match itself, oh, mama. <laughs> uh, yeah. They it's, it's great. beat the shit out of yeah. each other, uh, and is... I had a smile on my face the whole damn time. Yeah. It is uh the kind of match that influenced Eddie Kingston to be a wrestler. He talks about yep. the, the all Japan the Kings road style. Uh, it's that kind of match. It's a kind of match you don't often see on American television. Uh, it's probably a match. They don't give away on, on TV that yeah. often. Um, and it's what it should be. You got Delta, a, a really shitty card and you know, you gotta, you had to figure a way out of it. And, they did the best thing. That doesn't always happen. It's not very often in wrestling where something goes a little wrong and they make the best possible decision out of it. I feel this week they did. And uh, it's great. Uh, strong match. Uh, just murder chops every 30 seconds. Oh, it was um, gross. It was, it was men in a ring, standing toe-to-toe, beating the shit out of each other. Making everything look believable, making everything count, making everything matter, um, and I loved it. Uh, I didn't love the finish. I didn't love the the, the submission. Uh, Kingston came out and said he never tapped, which hopefully that's what they were actually trying to do. Yeah, um, like there's your gripe. There's right. another gripe he has because he didn't tap. But um, but yeah, uh. See though, like I, uh, I really like I, it. I, I kind of I like the finish because it came out of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. Moxie knew, like okay, I can't just get him with like a normal rear naked choke, and then it's where he transitioned to the bulldog choke. Yeah, which like yeah, like that should put you to sleep. You know, sure. like 
and that should do its job, and it did. I and guess the bigger thing I was like, is, I, I liked it. I guess the bigger thing is that commentary didn't get it over as much as they should. Like, yeah, I, I know, can see that. Um, it, it was it was very abrupt. Um, I guess I'm also not used to wrestling. The thing in wrestling nowadays where, um people when when you go to like if you if you're gonna pass out like they just the ref just sees that you're out and they just call it instead of like doing the gimmicky arm lift thing or you know there's no test it's just on the ref's call so it always seems so abrupt which i guess is an attempt to make it seem more real because like you know in a real fight in in ufc or whatever if somebody gets knocked out the referee's not like hey buddy okay (laughs) (laughs) hey uh, hey pal hey pal uh can you how many times can you lift your arm uh you know uh, but it, just that bit of fanfare in wrestling that I guess I miss personally. But it doesn't take away from the match. The match was fucking awesome. Uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I hope next week there's more. I hope that while they're waiting up for Archer, uh, that uh, Kingston can get his time on top because that's the spot on the card he deserves. That's where he fucking belongs. He's right at the top of that card with all these other assholes. Yeah, 100%. And uh, I think there is going to be more because after the match... Mox is holding up his uh, belt, and the Lucha Brothers come in and just start murdering him. Right. Uh, Will Hobbs runs out. Dude, the spine buster you hit on Phoenix. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Uh, so they're all fighting at this point. Um, Darby runs out with his skateboard. Uh, out comes Starks, and he spears Darby, and they're all fighting in the heels. They all get the upper hand. Um it ends with, uh, you know, they're all posing. And I loved that Kingston was, like, on the ground, like, holding Mox's head, just, like, screaming at him. And, like, just looked, like, unhinged. Yeah. Like, that it, to me, that was such a good ending. Yeah, like, I was I was really pumped to see it, like, to think they were going to transfer the, the six-man sort of honor those guys a little bit. I thought that's what they were doing, like because they, they did the whole thing with Archer picking his partners and all that. So I was like, oh, are they going to switch this to Mox and his three versus Eddie and the Lucha Brothers? That'd be really cool. Uh, but I don't, oh, I don't, man. But I don't know if they are, because then you got Taz's Maniacs coming down. Well, Ricky Starks. Yeah. Well, so. Ricky Starks came down, and uh, it kind of makes me wonder, like, you know, with the rumors of the whole COVID thing, like, uh, were, the Lucha, or were Butcher and Blade affected? Was Brian Cage affected? You know, who yeah. who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously it's just guessing, but you know, there were some key players who weren't there last night, so right. it makes makes you wonder. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was the end of Dynamite. Um, so let's go to uh, NXT at this point. Yeah, let's let's move on. Yeah, so we're starting off the NXT with the uh, NXT Women's Championship Number One Contenders Battle Royal. A uh, bunch of faces who I know who who they were. Okay. Uh, at one point, somebody by the name of Raven got eliminated, and I said, that's bullshit. That's <laughs> not Scotty Flamengo. I don't see him at all. Right. Um, really, the story of the match was uh, Raquel Gonzalez having her Diesel Rumble 94 run yes. throughout the match. Super important. And just eliminating goddamn everybody. That was my uh, and they were kind of do- they were doing a story with her and Rhea, kind of like, you know, the two powerhouses of the Rumble. Yeah. And then finally, where they came together, they eliminated each other. Which yes. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, like, it, you know, neither got the upper hand. I'm all right with that. Yeah, build that feud out of, uh, out of a weird match. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the end, it came down to Candice and Shotzi. 
mm-hmm. which I was like, well, shots ain't one of this. She just had her shot last week. Right. Uh, and Candace wins. Yeah. Um, you know, it went like 15 minutes. There was a whole like Casey Catanzaro doing the, you know, the American Ninja Warrior stuff, Listen. not being eliminated, which I, I guess is fun. Listen, pal, I have a, I have a big, a big gripe about this, uh, with the Casey Catanzaro thing. Uh, so she does the whole thing where she lands on her back and her feet don't touch and all that sort of stuff. And she hops up and she's hopping back and forth. And, you know, one, uh, this isn't my big gripe, but like the gap from guardrail to ring was like four feet. Like uh, I could make that jump. Um, I mean, she's also like four foot eight. Yeah. She's also an American Ninja warrior. I'm just a fat American guy. (laughs) I can make that jump. Please, please, oh God, I would say, like, <laughs> please change that to your Twitter name, but at the same time, don't, because, eh. Yeah, right. Um, so, but. I'm just a fat American guy. So, my my biggest gripe is that, uh, you know, according to the rules of Battle Royals, and I don't know if they've changed, as far as I know, the rules have always been the same. But this case in Canzaro stuff just continues to prove the fact that the Texas Tornado oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> was never officially eliminated from the Royal Rumble. It was. Can we get a running clock on how long he's been in the Rumble? <laughs> it was an anatomical impossibility <laughs> for the Texas Tornado to have been eliminated from the Royal Rumble. And every time they do stuff like this. It just solidifies the fact that the Texas tornado was robbed. But it was. But it's all the implication. What do you mean that, that <laughs> it's? Uh, so you're going to tell me that it's the boots that have to touch? It's the implication. So yeah, you're, so wait, are you going to tell me that? So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to train. I'm not going to train. I'm going to get in really good shape. I'm not going to get in real good shape. I'm going to go to the WWE. <laughs> I'm going to enter enter a Royal Rumble, and I'm going to get into the ring. And I'm gonna shoot, take someone else's boots off, and I'm gonna throw them over the top rope so they hit the ground, and I'll be like, "You're eliminated." And they're gonna be like, "No, I'm not. My feet need to hit the ground." And I'm like, "Boom! The Texas tornado was robbed, and then I'm gonna eliminate myself." <laughs> <laughs> and that's my entire run in the WWE. I mean, if you're not in the Hall of Fame instantly, then there's something wrong with this world. That's true. Just another injustice in this goddamn world. It's true. Um. But yeah, there was that. So great, awesome. Um, we go backstage. Uh, Candice winning is interesting. It's not the matchup I'd want to see, but it'll be a good match. Um, but it does. Yeah, it did, it, but it does. It does later lead to other stuff yeah. that makes me completely uninterested in everything they've done leading up to it. Uh, so. Oh yeah, for the match, like it showed her attacking Tegan and taking out her knee backstage. Yeah, so right. there's still that that needs to be settled. Yes. Um. Gargano celebrating with Candice in the ring. We go backstage to your boy, Damian Priest. Uh-huh. I guess he's going to be facing Gargano at TakeOver for yeah. the North American title. I didn't know when that happened, but sure. uh, but all right. Um, we also go backstage to the tag teams arguing. There's Fandango dressed up as Sherlock Holmes for some fucking reason. Why not? Um, trying to explain to Regal all the team's names and... I guess the matchups or whatever, and Regal just walks away with a bewildered look on his face, which I love frazzled William Regal. He's, yes. 
I just love William Regal. I love Regal. And it was very, uh, like, day one is H era fashion police sort of uh, (laughs) conspiracy theory figuring out mysteries sort of element to it. Listen, they need to to bring that back. It's true. Their day one is H. Those are some of my favorite skits ever. Um, Next match we have, it's going to be Jake Atlas uh, going up against Tommaso Champion trying to get his Revenge from Champa beating the shit out of him a couple weeks ago and then beating him up in a parking lot last week. Uh, um, goes like four and a half minutes. Uh, Champa wins, obviously. Um, I will say this. I like that Atlas was treating this like a fight. Right. Yeah. He wasn't trying to do flashy moves. He was just go- going like, nope, I'm going to f- beat the shit out of you for what you did to me. And I, I, hey, I'm about that. That's what, like, it shouldn't start with a collar and elbow tie up. Right, no, it's it's got to be a fight. If you're in a fight, be in a fight. Yeah, that's and, I, and I like that. I mean, again, you knew what's going to happen, but I'm like, no, that's good. He showed some fight. I, I, I yes. do enjoy that. Agreed. Um, next match, and I'll explain the rules. Danny Birch teaming up with Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Going up against Fabian Eichner teaming up with Raul the Line Mendoza. That's right. Um, so the rules are... Whoever wins this match, their respective team, will then face each other for a number one contender shot against Brizanko. Yes. Uh, this is one of the matches where um, it was assumed that uh, COVID may have had an effect on this match, and this is why they threw it together. Ah, uh, makes sense. You know, okay. makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, Danny Birch and Roddy Strong get the win. Mm-hmm. Which again, I don't know what Roderick Strong is supposed to be right now. As I guess he was teaming up with Birch, who's supposed to be a good guy. Okay. So I, is Birch again, a good I guy? Don't... Yeah, because he teams with Oni Lorcan, and I think they're like a are they face team? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I hate them. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. I like Danny Birch a lot. Actually. Yeah. 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 So it's like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Um. At this point in the night, um, I was over watching all elite wrestling. Okay. And I happened to miss a redacted club promo, thank God. Yeah. Uh, and then the next match, I missed uh, half of, well, I got to fast forward, <laughs> thank God, through half of it because it was redacted club against Damian Priest. Yeah. Yeah. Damian Priest won 11 minutes. Don't care at all. Yeah. I, Not I, even a little bit. It's just the word that comes to me is bland. Yeah, I skipped it completely. Um, I I I will say I I did the Birch and Roddy winning. Uh, I liked that that tag match. I thought it was fun for what it was worth. Um, yeah, it was it was a good match. I should yeah, we yeah. should probably talk about the actual well, match itself instead fine. of like all the outside stuff. But yeah. no, the match was it was very it was good. Fun. Uh, but then I skipped. everybody in that match could go right. Uh, I then ended up skipping the next. 15 minutes of the show. Uh, so yeah, they, they might I, as well have just extended yeah. that tag match further because uh, Roddy looked great. Mendoza is awesome. Um, so we'll see. And I, I really, I liked all four of those guys, but yeah, uh, after that, yeah, I skipped uh, it was easily 15 minutes. I mean, it got me to bed earlier, which was awesome, but yo, I agree with that. Like at the end of AEW last night, I'm going, I mean, cause I already watched like mm-hmm. two big segments for AEW and I'm going, Wow, wrestling's over early this week. That's kind of nice. Right. Um, and then afterwards, Priest gets a super kick from Johnny Gargano. Great. Uh, 
a weird ass vignette runs mm-hmm. in like night vision. Yeah. Uh, I guess someone's returning. I'm guessing it's a former NXT champion. Yeah. I don't know if it's male or female. Okay. Um, it made me feel like I was playing a first person shooter. Yeah. Specifically like, like I'm playing Metal Gear Solid yeah, or something very like metal, that. Very Metal Gear Solid ish. Yes. Yeah. And they arrive on 10 4, which just happens to be the date of the next takeover. Oh. So. That's hmm. like two weeks away. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's on a Sunday. Mm. So interesting. What? Uh, uh, who could it possibly be? I don't know. I I was racking my brain last night, and I'm going, yeah. I have no idea. Like, who's out hurt? I I instantly thought um, Ember Moon, but I don't think she's coming back. Nah, I think she's she's like has possible permanent damage. Yeah, because I was trying to think of like former champions. Yeah, but then I don't know if she ever held the belt. I don't right. think she did. Well, it does, and I know uh, they, they like was it an old belt too? Like they showed like an old the old design NXT belt or something? Was that what? They no, were... it's still no. I don't think so. No, Cause I, I, I think that like, was like I think it was implied. Yeah, because but... the only people I could think of that are out are Cross. And yeah, he won't be back that, and that quick. Loomis, but Loomis never held the belt. Loomis never had a belt. Loomis um, never even came close to like he was he was working his way there, but he's never you know wasn't even close enough to like think he was wrong yeah. anyway. So I I don't know. Maybe it's uh is it, is it Bobby Root? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be. What the hell else is he doing? Right. Right. Package him. Um, yeah, I just no, I, I, I really don't know. Like, it's not going to be Alistair Black. I think right. he's doing stuff. Like, it won't be Owen, Zane, Almas, Nakamura. Yeah, yeah Almas. Um, maybe, maybe it's Bo Dallas. Oh God. You know, it yeah, could, that's be, right. It could be. Yeah, he held the belt. Yeah, People forget about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows? Interesting though. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and Isaiah Scott interview runs where he talks about pitting Santos Escobar twice so far. Mm. Uh, he wants another shot. So that got got caught in the redacted club crossfire. I didn't see that. Uh, Poor, poor Isaiah Scott. Yep. Uh, next match we have Ridge Holland going up against Antonio DeLuca, yeah. which at one point I would joke to my TV and I thought it was Tony Mamaluca. Yeah, it's Antonio um, de Mamaluca. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Marinara himself. Um, Ridge Holland wins in a minute. And yeah, that's great. a squish. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, dude, I always feel bad because every week I feel like we talk about AEW more, but NXT, like, I don't know, it does have a lot of shit where it's just very uninteresting sometimes. Yes. Um, yeah, they have much, getting interviewed. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, was it much more talent that like, I, I mean, that are either redacted or, um, I just, I just kind of don't care about, they do, they, I don't know. They don't, they don't drive a lot of storyline stuff unless it's like the top couple people. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Um, you know, getting interviewed backstage about Candace. Candace comes up to her and, Says, uh, you're scared. Um, which I also like Carcano just going, I don't know what you're saying, but I don't like it. Yeah. Um, like, please have Gargano do goofy shit like that. It makes me giggle. Right. Um, and then, uh, Damien Priest comes to save the day. Uh huh. And next, please, I'm begging you, 
Keep Damian Priest away from Io Shirai. No, he does not get the Io Shirai rub. They're tagging no. up. They're, they're not allowed. They're, they're tagging up. Mixed tag matches, buddy. <sighs> tagging them up. So sad. Tagging them up. Uh, Io's going to have a lot have... of work. She better, she better be doing squats <laughs> overtime this week because she's got a lot of weight to carry <laughs> upcoming in this fucking program. Like, oh, it's so fucking sad. I hate it so much. Um, next, or they announced next week we're getting, uh, Dakota Kai versus Shotzi Blackheart, which sign your boy up for that. Yes. Absolutely. Can't wait. Um, main event time, sir. Gauntlet Eliminator match. Yes. Uh, winner gets the number one contender for the NFC title, gets a shot at Mr. Finn Balor yes. at the next takeover, October 4th. Yeah. Second match we have with weird rules. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Um, we have Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida versus Bronson Reed versus Timothy Thatcher versus Cameron Grimes. It's Grime time, baby. I was waiting for it. It's Grime time. Um, so the match in total took up like the last half hour of TV time, yeah. which I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, it goes, yeah, like I said, about the whole last half hour. Uh, the winner. To my shock, mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, that's that's a crazy one, man. That's uh, I did not see that coming. You know, he's the he's the only t- traditionally tag wrestler uh, in this match. And, yeah, uh, you know, not a guy I I would have picked to win, but. Uh, super happy that he did i mean the guy can go um you dude know. if you want to give kyle o'reilly a singles push right. i'm all about it yeah like it's 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 an interesting choice you know wwe as a whole uh isn't used to him being anything other than tag team um so it's nice to see them like try and break that out we used to get that all the time you know yeah uh you know, I mean, going all the way back to that time, Marty Jannetty, uh, tried the coward Marty Jannetty tried to run away from Shawn Michaels as fast as he could and threw himself through a barbershop window. Uh, I, I just knew he him. was going to do that. Right. I just knew he was going right. to do He's that. He's a coward. M- Mike, Michaels don't need him. Right. So, like, you know, it's interesting, um, and I, I hope it, I hope something comes of it because O'Reilly can certainly go, um, you know, they, they had, they seem to have some other plans for Kushida. Uh, I, I was honestly shocked it wasn't Bronson Reed and, uh, because of the push they've been giving him and then double shocked that it wasn't Grimes because of Grimes performance in this match. Um, but yeah, it's cool, man. I, again, Dude, I, I'll, I like surprises. I'll say that. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's it. That's, I like surprises. All right. I'll say this. Uh, it could have been, I think anybody in this match and I would have been happy with the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and like, probably my least would have been Thatcher, mm-hmm. but even then, I still, I still would have been like, yeah, Bauer Thatcher, yeah, that's gonna be a good match, right? Um, because I know the match I had at the last takeover was was really good. Um, but yeah, super pumped about Kyle O'Reilly. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the match itself, I I loved it. I thought it was great. These matches yeah. sometimes overstay their welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, this one didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was the last half hour of television, but it didn't feel like it. No, not at all. Uh, it, super fast paced. 
I think it was good with like the four minute intervals. It mm-hmm. kept it fresh. Yeah, for sure. Which I'm like, hey, kudos to them for like coming up with. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if they came up with it, but yeah, kudos to them for doing this because it, it was enough time. Introduce a fresh face, you know, still have a lot of action. Uh, poor Kushida being riddled with that trash bag, yep. redacted club it scumbag. kills me because um, I'm not going to be able to watch Kushida matches. It just makes me real uh, upset. Um, but, yeah, super pumped for O'Reilly. I, yeah. I just I, – I can't wait. Uh, it was even cool with, like, uh, Roddy and Cole coming out and celebrating with him at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely thought – I got like weird like evolution vibes where like Cole was gonna just super kick him yeah and be like I'm I'm the leader of this like know your place right um and maybe that maybe that happens down the line I but... mean undisputed era is a mystery <laughs> we we all know the saying um but yeah I that main event was fantastic yeah. I I I loved yeah. every 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 part of it except for about. 15 seconds. Yeah, it wasn't very long card, but that's the thing. Great match, good wrestling, surprise ending. I'm always begging for those. Um, So, uh, you know, NXT came through big on that for me this week, for sure. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, I will ask you the questions, because that's the end of NXT, unless you have anything else to add for it. No, man, we've been talking for a long time. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's let's rock and roll through the end of the show. All right, so... Questions. Uh, favorite match from uh, each show overall, and then show overall. All right. Uh, AEW is Kingston Mox, a shock to no one. It's just strong style and beautiful in every way. Uh, NXT is the Gauntlet Eliminator at the end. Uh, a lot of fun gimmick match uh i can put it in there because thankfully redacted club wasn't officially involved uh in anything um and my match of the night oh man i i like both of these matches right Um, i like both these matches a lot uh but i'm gonna go with my heart and my heart says I like watching two guys chop the shit out of each other for a majority of a match. So that becomes Atta boy. That comes King Mox all the way. And my show of the night, uh, you know, uh, pretty good. I'm really, you know what though? I'm really shocked that you didn't go with Priest uh, Redacted. Are you? I didn't. Yeah, wa- I, I didn't watch it, so I I, I couldn't. <laughs> um, you know, pretty good shows across the board. I liked wrestling this right? week. Um, I know that's two weeks in a row where I'm like, yeah. man, both shows were really good. Yeah, right? So I'm I'm trying to match them up here. Uh, I'm looking at Women's Battle Royal versus uh, the Miro tag match. Uh, Women's Battle Royal wins that. Evil the, Uno. the Great Miro Experience. Right. Evil Uno Hangman gets put up against Ciampa Atlas. Which is a pretty similar sort of thing going on there. Yeah, it's pretty even. Uh, then we got Tag Match versus Brody and OC. Uh, that's no competition. Sorry, Tag Match, even though I liked you. Uh, Redacted. Uh, listen, I could not be happier that Redacted Club wrestled Damian Priest. Let me just get that out there. Because <laughs> uh, I, could, I could, by rules of this show, by decree of us, the hosts of this show, 
I'm not required <laughs> to watch it, and it's perfect. <laughs> Even when it happened, I texted you and I said, well, yep. you're going to be happy. You get to skip about 15 minutes. Right. So, But there was only five matches on AEW, and there were six on NXT. So removing that puts it at even. Then we got Rich Holland versus uh, Antonio DeMamaluca. Uh, <laughs> that's the, the ladies' tag match. And then Mox and Kingston uh, up against the gauntlet. Man, it's some good wrestling. Right, a lot of good wrestling. Oh, it's hard. It's it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick. Uh, I am gonna go with maybe an upset pick. Uh, NXT, and I will okay. tell you why. Because uh, the AEW had two really good matches in Brody and OC and the main event. Um, but AEW also had. That whatever the fuck that Matt Hardy thing was, uh, with the private party <laughs> piling on, it had uh, that mess of a tag match with Miro that wasn't very good. It's got the Bucks, we're mad and we're not friends anymore. We're gonna break cell phones. Uh, just some some stumbling parts through AEW. As good as the matches were, I think NXT stumbled a little less. So I'm going NXT. All right, so uh, for me, match-wise, Kingston Moxley, that's my pro wrestling. That's what I love about those types of matches in pro wrestling. Sign me up. Uh, NXT, easily the gauntlet match. Mm -hmm. You know, I said it before. It was a half hour, and it didn't seem like it at all. It it just flowed great. Everybody in it involved was just I, I, I'm fans of, would have been happy anyway, super stoked for O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, match overall, definitely Kingston Moxley. It's just, oh, ah, I love that shit. Um, show overall, I'm going to go AEW. Ooh. All right. Because uh, that Kingston Moxley match really shined for me. Yeah, it was great. I love Brody OC. Um, you know, it, it's. I feel like the good outweighed the stuff I didn't like yeah. more on AEW than it did on NXT because uh, I just who, don't give a fuck who's about the Damian. pants shitter now. Spoiler alert: it's, it's probably still me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'll just say this: mm-hmm. like when, like when this whole like you know Wednesday night thing started, yeah, this is what I wanted. Right. The past two weeks, yes. both shows have been awesome. Hard to pick. I've been, yeah. like, so happy about the shows. Like, if we could keep like this, like, damn you if you're, like, loyal to one show or the other, because, God, are you are missing out on some good wrestling. You're missing good wrestling on both sides, for sure. Uh, so those are our picks. That yes. puts us, let's see, at Season 2. I'm at 22 for AEW and 15 for NXT, and you are at 20 I, for I AEW. Can, it looks like a horse took a dump in your pants. And 17 for NXT. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell the pants shit from your house. <laughs> uh, overall, I am 25 for AEW and 24 for NXT, and you are 24 for AEW and 25 for NXT. See that? I'm I'm loyal, brother. And uh, the fans, the ratings, what the people around the world, what you at home, 
our loyal listeners thought. What, what the world is watching. What the world is watching. Uh, AEW wins yet again. Uh, they pull an 835,000, which is about 50,000 less from last week. Uh, and NXT comes in with a 696,000, uh, which is up. It's up about 7,000 from last week. So, uh, whatever the hell that means, um, they are, uh, they're dropping. They, uh, you know, they're, they're, I, they're actually both settling back to where they sort of always have been. It, it's trending a little higher for AEW, um, but kind of where NXT's always been. So I think this this is just the ratings where these guys are gonna sit when they're head to head, unless yeah. unless one or the other one makes makes some sort of huge change one way or the other. Um, and I just with Kingston on top and stuff, I just I don't see not that you know he's gonna stay up there, but I don't see NXT regaining the ground without some serious surprises and some changes in what they do and uh, I don't know maybe people they feature every fucking week over and over again <laughs> um, but that's uh those are the ratings pal what All else right. we got do i get hit social media uh, or talk about anything else no i think because uh, again if we start talking about the road wars we'll be here for hours right. yeah we've already um, we already ran long because we needed to, t- to get all of our matches in about what to watch for the road warriors yeah, so no, I think you're gonna uh, hit the social media, and right. uh, you know we'll we're, we're coming around. We're coming around the corner here. We are. Uh, social media, uh, hit us up on Twitter. The pretty much, I would guess, the main way to get a hold of us, the main way to interact with us at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter. Uh, that's where we are. We both check it uh, constantly, uh, neurotically. Uh, at least I do. Um, do you really? I, yeah, I just cause that's just what I do. Um, so hit us up there where we blow, we're blowing up your feed every, uh, Wednesday, um, and, uh, talk wrestling, talk road warriors, talk other cool wrestling, talk nasty boys, whatever you want. We're there. Uh, both of us check it. Who knows who, who'll get to you first. Uh, you can usually tell it's me when it's rude as shit. Um, wow. It's just true. Uh, Wednesday night war pod at Gmail. If you want to email the show. Uh, give me your favorite Road Warriors match. Uh, tell me if you like the Young Bucks and if this stuff works for them. Uh, we'll read it on air. Uh, as long as it's not, uh, as long as it's PG-13. That's not true. Um. Wolfie D? Wolfie D. As long as it's Wolfie D. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Wednesday Night War Podcast.com to find the episodes. We're also on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and hopefully everywhere podcasts are sold, uh, or given away for free. Uh, other than that, you can talk to us individually. Uh, I'm at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E on Twitter. Just search for Dooge and Priest and you'll find me. <laughs> um, Brett, where can they find you, pal? So, if, uh, if you want some, uh, some, G1 Climax 30 match recommendations because I wake up uh, early and watch them like a crazy person. Yes, you do. Uh, find me at BrettXEdge570. Um, I'll give you recommendations of uh, what you should watch and what you can skip if you don't want to do the leg work like I do. Yes. Um, if you want to, uh, I don't know, see me and Tiger Bomb have some good, uh, <laughs> yeah. good interaction back and forth, 
Shout out Tiger Bomb. Let me get that sponsorship, brother. Um, Listen, you should reach yeah, out. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll gladly become the official podcast of Tiger Bomb. I've been listen. It's been overdue. <laughs> these these uh these old bones are starting to feel it a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, though I don't know. Talk to me about what's your favorite Road Warriors match. Let me know, and uh, we'll we'll you know share because I love the Road Warriors and they're the best tag team ever. Um. You know, if you don't want to watch G1 like I do, like a crazy person, but you do want to watch some wrestling over the weekend, you can uh, you can tune in to independentwrestling.tv. Yes. We have three shows this weekend. Whoa. Uh, Friday, Friday we have the Paradigm Pro Wrestling third anniversary show, uh, which I'm kind of interested in looking at this because there's a bunch of matches with UWFI rules. Ooh, interesting. So, and okay. Dominic Garini's on there, so right, I am, I, uh, I am very interested. Um, and then Saturday is Unsanctioned Pro number nine. They're running at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Dominic Garini's also on that show. Uh, and then Sunday, the name just has me super interested. Uh, Mr. Chainsaw Pro Wrestling. All killer, no filler. <laughs> okay. Um, chainsaw. All right. A quick a quick look at it shows that Rhino's on this. Okay, good. So uh I'll probably watch this for Rhino. Um but if you want to watch it, uh use the promo code Mortis and it will get you five days for free. All and right. then you could also stick around and uh check out all the other good uh independent wrestling that they have on that website. Yes. And uh DJ, yes, where is our podcast hosted, my friend? Uh, Podbean. I mean, <laughs> I know you meant. I just wanted to be a dick. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sumi Name Network, SumiNameNetwork.com and STBN Network uh, on social media. Uh, our podcast, Home Away from Home. Our friends, our family, our podcasting brethren. Uh, you like wrestling? They got two of those. You like comic books? They got one of those too. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that's it I don't have to say anything else I, fuck the rest of the plug I usually do that's the greatest thing I've ever wow seen. you're yeah. over it I'm not over it I just think that, that what I just said was was uh, was good enough perfect even alright well yeah. that's acceptable I mean I'll still mention them by name because I'm I'm a nice person okay. uh, you know at odds with wrestling long box heroes long box heroes after dark uh-huh. final wrestling place uh-huh. uh, puzzle warriors 3 um Porch talk, of course, can't forget about that's the true. boys. I, 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 how dare I? Porch I did talk. Forget. Yeah, I did forget porch talk. Yeah. I thought that's on me. Yeah, that is on you. Um, but then, the rest of it, I don't know. know how it's any different than what I said. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, also, if you want, check out our boys over at the pod, the dreaded sundown. Uh, their new episodes come up Fridays. This yes. week they're doing the intruder. If you're into horror movies, yeah, um, you know. Definitely check them out. October's approaching, and if you want to be spooky, they'll help you be spooky. Yeah, and there uh, maybe maybe will be spooky in October. Hmm. 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 There's a phrase. Hmm. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's uh, that's it. If I'm missing something, I feel bad. I feel like I hit everything. Though, no, right? we we got we got more than everything. This is a, we got a loaded show. Uh, this is the longest show we've done in a long time, and it's going to have this weird microphone audio. So, oh, it uh, is. If you if you've listened this far, thank you for listening. Uh, 
hopefully technical difficulties will be remedied uh, for uh, next week. We'll be back to sounding our normal selves. Um, but thanks for listening. Hey, goddamn better be. <laughs> thanks for downloading. Uh, rate and review. All that fun stuff. We really do appreciate it. Uh, I yes, love, for real. I love like clicking on the the statistics and seeing how many downloads and seeing the people listen to this show, uh, and you know interacting with people who enjoy the show. It it truly truly warms my cold dead heart. And uh, you know the world is uh, very difficult and uh, treacherous, if you will, uh, these days. So any little piece of happiness that any of you you all can bring to me uh, with something as easy as just listening to Brett and I ramble for uh, an hour and a half to two hours uh, is much appreciated. It puts a smile on my face, makes them days a little easier. So uh, thank you for all of that. Thank you for listening to this. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, let's get out of your sentimental bag because the old man's got to go rub some tiger balm on his neck. Pro wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!